I ask my students to imagine my wife knocking on the door of our classroom. She enters and says to the students, I've got a great big surprise for you. We're flying you free to Disneyland. She actually does work for an airline. We get on the airplane, and let's just say we get blown off course a little. Well, actually, quite a little. We end up crash landing in the jungles of New Guinea. The good news is we're all safe and alive. The bad news is we're going to be here for a long, long time. A pygmy tribe takes us in. After about six months, the pygmy teenagers wave my students into the jungle for a game. It's a lot like capture the flag and they have a ball. After a couple of hours of playing, they take a drink break. In kind of broken pig English, the pygmy teenagers ask my students, so what do you do for fun where you come from? One of my students steps forward and tries to explain to them his iPhone. Good luck. The best he can do is perhaps go down to the stream and get a palm-sized smooth stone, then maybe spread some monkey grease on it so it shines a little bit like a screen. Then, stick a few pebbles to that monkey grease and start pushing on them with his thumbs. I ask my students to imagine the pygmy teenagers looking at him and then at each other as if to say, and they call us savages? Can we go back to the jungle and play our game? I then ask my students two prickly questions. The first is, are you more like a pygmy teenager or more like God? Occasionally, one of my students will vote he's more like God than a pygmy teenager, to which I will respond, I am so glad you're taking my class. But almost all my students say, you know, I think I'm more like a pygmy teenager than I am like God. Then I ask my second question. If you were God, how would you explain to us pygmies, yourself, or how you made the world, or when? How would you try to explain how you're going to find your lost kids and buy them back? Or about heaven or hell? Wouldn't the best you could do would be to use some crude metaphors and communicate as best you could in broken language? Before we start reading God's message to us, the Bible, I beg you to consider we're pygmies and God and his word is an iPhone. That's not just my opinion. God, carrying the prophet Isaiah along as he wrote, said this to us, My ways are higher than your ways, says the Lord, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts, says the Lord. Bible readers, we're pygmies who found an iPhone. So why would I bring this up before we read the text? Two reasons. The first is to say, let's not be lazy. This is an iPhone story about an iPhone God, and we are at best pygmies. The second reason is this, our attitude. If we believe we're pygmies trying to understand God and his word, this iPhone, it should drive us to be humble and teachable. We don't have a corner on the truth. We should be open to hearing the insights of others. Thankfully, in this jungle, so we, his beloved children, could find our way home, God has left a trail of crumbs that we can understand through Scripture. But on many things, on our tour across the landscape of the Bible story, throughout the course of our lives, I urge us to have the attitude of a pygmy and be amazed at this iPhone-like God and his word. Speaking of that story, what is the big story of Scripture? 
Could you tell that story to someone in a minute or less? I believe you will be able to after our next word picture. 